right. <clears throat> Episode 14, DNA Show. I'm Damien. And I'm Ian. And Ian doesn't know what we're talking about today. And we're going to be talking about you. Oh. Yeah. No. So, no, don't look at my questions. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be, I have roughly 10 questions where I'm just going to fire them at you and you're going to answer them to the best of your ability. Okay. All right. I'm some down. will be very shallow and some will be a little bit deeper, but. Okay. Yeah. We'll start. All right. How many coaching hours do you think you've done total in your life? Oh. CrossFit or PT or whatever. Oh. Uh, Rough guesstimate. Uh, you said you're coming up on your 10-year anniversary, right? Uh, well, 10 years of doing CrossFit. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, start when I found CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, whew. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Within several hundred. Oh, I mean, I would probably be in the thousands, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. have to be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like four? I guess I've never even thought, I mean, like, how many actual hours I put in a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time I was coaching, like, you know, 18 hour, eighteen classes a week or mm-hmm. something, and now it's about, yeah, uh... <laughs> <Stumped>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, with math. Yeah. Um, well, how many years have you been doing, eight, have been coaching? Eight, eight years. years. What's, the, what's the average for, like, they say for doing like your level three or something like that you have to coach uh, at least when i applied for my level three i think it was 1500 that you needed okay so you've been coaching for eight years let me just hey roughly 20 yeah hours a week yeah that's a little over a thousand a year yeah so <laughs> close to ten thousand hours yeah we'll say maybe that. yeah that's okay. kind of crazy if you yeah think about it. okay yeah mm-hmm. that's where my life went yeah yeah very cool mm-hmm. next up <clears throat> What do you think the future of functional fitness or CrossFit or just uh, exercise and health looks like? Hmm. I think it's gonna, I think CrossFit's pretty much here to stay. Mm-hmm. I think it will reinvent in- itself. I'm curious to see what the next uh, five to seven years looks like for them. I think they, I can see that CrossFit itself is starting to shift their language back to just the just the average client mm-hmm. more on on what the the content they're putting back out um do you think it's been shifted more towards well it started off nature? well when it came across like it it was just really geared towards hardcore military mm-hmm. people and the best athletes and that was a lot of the content they're putting out mm-hmm. I mean, originally originally even and even pretty recently it's not all the content but the majority of their focus was like elite 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 right mm-hmm. and i think i had re- read or heard i think of greg glassman was talking maybe it was chris cooper i can't remember but recently that they had actually wanted to start their marketing that way that they wanted to reverse engineer it where they might as well like want to go for the the best first mm-hmm. and then the rest will find us mm-hmm. and then yeah. But now they're trying to change the opposite direction. So um, rather than like something that's more soft, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, I think that's like, I think it's a superior methodology than most other things out there. There are some really interesting things happening in terms of rebranding, um, people kind of creating their own image um, with functional fitness, some people doing mixes of yoga and high intensity type things that are very CrossFit like. I I think that's pretty interesting. 
I don't really see it completely changing. I think everything's going to get better and the quality and professionalism is all going to get raised and it's no longer going to be kind of like a hobby gym type environment mm-hmm. that's going to survive. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was yesterday. Um, it was across a podcast with, they were interviewing Greg Glassman and they were asking him what the, what when Crosser was initially created, like you were saying, it was made for, it was marketed towards that really hardcore military, whatever type of person. And they're asking him, did you know that it was going to scale down to like general population, all that stuff? And he was like, yeah, the intention was to prove to the fittest people that this program works and can make them more fit. And then people will follow suit to those people. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you did it the other way, he's, I think he said like, you can't take grandma's program and have a Navy SEAL do it. You can take a Navy SEALs program and show how you can scale it to have a grandma do it. Yeah. That type of deal. Yeah. I think that we're probably listening to the same thing. Yeah. Um, but you can tell that they've made a really big push in the last year probably or most of 2018 and maybe 2017 to change a lot of their content towards mm-hmm. um, the people who need it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And he's on a really big like chronic disease kick and it's not so much performance focused right now. It's more just health and trying to get like physicians on board and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. I think there's going to be, I think there's a, at a certain point the it'll be maybe a higher barrier to entry to start a CrossFit gym or functional fitness gym. I mean, it's pretty easy to do. Anyone can just open a gym Mm -hmm. at this point because they can have their level one and if they have the means and yeah, but, and where they can start with very little, Mm -hmm. but to actually survive, you can see that most gyms, there are a lot of gyms closing and it's just that survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be, you have to up your, everybody has to keep upping their game and the ones that are the best will survive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. That's what we want. Yeah. 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 That's the nature of business, I think. Cool. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, <laughs> probably still working a thousand hours <laughs> a year. No, I, I will be, I'll still be here as long as PVCF is here. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully a little bit different lifestyle for myself mm-hmm. and my family. But uh, yeah. Cool. All right. What's the hardest physical task you've ever undergone? and it could be it doesn't have to be a one-time thing like if it it was over several days something like regionals if that was it what's the hardest physical thing you've ever done Hmm. like the most taxing on your body type of deal Mm. um i would probably say uh that the final year i try to push to kind of qualify for regionals the the open was Mm -hmm. one of the hardest it took its real a real toll mm-hmm. on my body and my mind that was pretty hard i had to really push myself to limits that i wasn't really wanting to i didn't really want to push that hard. just in the open <laughs> yeah during yeah. the open how um, many times did you do those workouts oh i did them all twice all twice yeah. and maybe maybe some of them three times at that point yeah did but, you qualify that year yeah but nice. that was yeah um, was that when you realized that well, I knew it was going to be my last year, so oh, okay. that was why it would, I just kind of pushed a little harder. Sure. Um, that was my plan. <clears throat> and that, um, yeah, I, I don't really have a specific moment. I have mm-hmm. other things that I've done that uh, were physically demanding, but really mentally demanding. Well, that's well. my next question. Oh, okay. What's the hardest mentally, mental, yeah, yeah, the most mental challenging thing you've done, and is it the same as your physical? Um, I... 
one of the hardest mental things I did was when I rode my bike across halfway across the country with a couple oh, friends. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was physically challenging, but it was really emotionally challenging. And it was, it was actually like, I realized that it was just a general high level of, of anxiety and stress, even though it was re- really enjoyable, but mm-hmm. you're, we're on these, you know, we're on these roads with big logging trucks driving by you and like whizzing by you while mm-hmm. you're on a, on a bicycle for, mm-hmm. you know, 12 hours a day. And um, when was this? Um, it was actually right before I started CrossFit. So it oh, was cool. back in 2008, probably, or 2007. So did you still have some fitness from soccer? Um, I... Well, you were a keeper, right? Well, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Not fit. Yeah, any soccer uh, players out there just say, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, uh, I was still doing a lot of yoga and I was cycling a lot. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I was in pretty, I was in good shape. Cool. Ish. Not mm-hmm. as good a shape as I could have been if I had done CrossFit before that. So. How long was that trip? A month. Wow. Yeah. From Colorado to Oregon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was it's awesome. It's a nice route. It was, Probably. it was gorgeous. It was. A lot of elevation change. A lot of, a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wyoming was kind of mostly terrible to get through, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um. Let's see. I don't know. That's a sad question. <laughs> it's not sad, but I don't know if it's too invasive or not. Oh. I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I may decline. Um, what's something that you currently struggle with in the health and fitness space, personally? Uh, oh. I don't uh, think that's too bad, actually. No, it's not no. too bad. Um, I struggle with taking care of myself. Okay. Right now. And yeah. is that because you prioritize other people or like prioritize the business and that type of stuff yeah both okay yeah have you had any clients that have that same struggle uh yeah a lot of them how have have you helped them get through it um by just being accountable i think you know doing personal training or you know the masters that that for them the sometimes the price is what keeps people accountable Mm -hmm. so like i'm doing this i'm making this commitment and showing up and it's it's actually works wonders mm-hmm. for for a lot of people. So I, yeah, I think that that's I have it all the time. Yeah, yeah, and the routine is the name of the game. So that's what will help you too. I know we've <laughs> talked about this too before. Yes, but yeah, yeah, you're yeah. A trainer. Yeah, it's a little little tough with my schedule being all over the place. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, cool. Where's your favorite place to vacation? Mm. Um. Well, really like to go into p-town um done that a few times for us not northeastern you don't know where p-town is dude it's on the cape yeah my cape is new jersey what yeah okay well i've never been to the cape oh well that needs to change probably (laughs) all right p-town is in provincetown it's in yeah that's the end of cape cod um i like going there but my honeymoon was really exciting where was it saint lucia Oh, the island? Yeah. Nice. It the Caribbean. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My brother's been there. He said it was nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. If you could pick up everything you had here, all your friends, wife, gym, all that kind of stuff, and move it all somewhere else, would you go somewhere else? Like just yes. the geographical location. Where is it? I would, if I could take Northampton uh-huh. and PPCF and uh-huh. all my friends and move it to Fort Collins, Colorado, I would. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I love okay. it there. Is it, what's it like? 
Uh, it's just gorgeous. It's on. It's in the foothills mm-hmm. of Colorado, and it's pretty laid back mm-hmm. and access to everything really quick, close to Denver and close mm-hmm. to all the outdoor cool things and lots of microbreweries and a lot of bicycles and things like that. It's a really awesome place. It's a very active state, right? Very active state. It's a great place, but it's also changed a lot since I lived there, and um, from what I hear, you know, it's getting pretty populated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you ever see yourself moving there? Mm, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not anytime soon. I think that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Oh. How long is this? I don't know. 12 minutes. All right. Well, that was just a little thing about me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe what we'll do, do something about me next yeah, week. Yeah. Okay. 10 quick questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. 10 year anniversary. I realized mm-hmm. that this morning on the driving to the gym. I was like, oh yeah, it's been 10 years. Today? No. I don't know. I don't know. It was, and it was a date. summer. It yeah. was a summertime. I can't remember. Of it was either June or July. Yeah, 2000. It must have been 2008. And where was that? In Fort Collins. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How long were you there? How long did I live there? How long did you cross over there? Um, like, like a year and a half. Is it still open? Yeah, the same gym still open. I think huh. they've changed names. But Do you yeah. still know the owner or any coaches? Yeah, the there? owner just sold it recently. Huh. Um, maybe, a, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. But one of the coaches that... I worked with. He's actually still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's PUCF's 10-year anniversary. Did it that is. pass already? Um, technically, it was 2008. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the paperwork went through in 2007, mm-hmm. technically. But, uh, yeah, 2008 is the 10-year anniversary. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a milestone. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. all right. That's all we got. All right. Cool. See you next week. Bye.